Have you ever heard of an armchair quarterback? It means someone has an opinion but doesn't necessarily participate in the sport. But it also means that they care enough about the sport to discuss it and try to make it better. In our basketball world, we call this cardboard box seats. We see the game from afar like true fans, but we always show up with the same intensity as if we were there at the games ourselves. We don't have the money or the connections like the other talking heads on TV. But we do have some ideas which might seem too out there, and we've definitely got opinions which might change. Either way, we have fun. So come and watch the game with us from our cardboard box seats. What it do, Nikki? What it do, Gabby? All right, we're back for episode two of Cardboard Box Seats. Woo. Just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who listened to the first episode. We got a lot of good responses, uh, especially about like Nick's jokes about Danny Green not getting the text. I think I got three texts about that saying, dang, who's this Nick guy? He's got the jokes. Yeah. Um, truth be told, I did rehearse that joke in my head several times before the podcast. Nick, I don't think you're supposed to tell people that, though. I just want to be honest with the <laughs> listeners. I just want them to know the true side of me. Hey. That's what it is. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. It's the best um, way to do it. Yeah. I mean, just shout out to all the listeners. We're worldwide. Got one listener in Canada. So. We're an international podcast. Let's go. Woo. So that's pretty exciting. We also had someone listen in New York. Yeah. That was like the second person that listened. Yeah. We don't we don't really know anyone in New York, so I don't know anyone from New uh, York. Yeah. Or currently in New York for that matter. Yeah, so it's pretty wild. Shout out to you, New Yorkers. <laughs> Truth be told, I drove up to New York and listened <laughs> Just to <so> it. <laughs> and then I came back. Well, it probably would have been easier if I went to like North Carolina or Virginia, but hey. Making us look good. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey. That's what I'm here for. Um so we got some interesting stuff to talk about. So let's. I think we should. You want to dive right into it? Yeah. So figure we talk about today some crazy things that happened this year, the past season. So crazy things like Demarcus Cousins chasing those rings, trying to sign with the Warriors. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. And he made it clear that he's going for rings when he signed for the Lakers again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see how uh, that works out in his favor. I hope it does. We got Nick's coach blames losing partially on Fortnite. That, that's a wild story. So at this point, the Knicks, the coach is just looking for a scapegoat. Absolutely. I mean, they're losing. He knows he's on his way out. What can he do but attack what the players do with their free time after practice, after uh, pregame, postgame, game itself, Fortnite? What's crazier than that? Or the Bulls coach making them run sprints in practice. I have no idea. High school basketball all over again. I have no idea. <laughs> just blaming Fortnite. I don't get it. Like, is it just the mindset? Are they like, hey, get your mind out of the Fortnite and get it on the court? Well, if you think about it, Fortnite's a fun team building activity. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Fortnite. Let's throw that out there first. That's true. That's true. Um, have you played Fortnite? I have. Uh, my brother got me into it. Ooh. Dang. Have you won a match? We a won a duel, like, duo together. Um, Solid. Mainly by me just camping out in a bush the whole time. <laughs> he killed bush everyone game. and I just hid, so. Classic. We won that way. Um, I played Fortnite with my senior year roommates in college. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. He got into it a lot more than I did. I was not good at it because I used the Nick strategy, hiding in a bush. Yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs> did you win? Never won. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know who is really good at Fortnite? Huh. Steven Adams. Are you serious? He would post on his uh, Instagram all the time. No way. 
it's like uh, victory royale one win and like and then the next night same thing over and over again is it this is it just the same photo did he just get it once and just no, keep no. Then and he post, it's like a selfie of him holding a thumbs up with the TV screen in the background it must be the mustache maybe it gives him that superpower to win over and over again that's a great point yeah we should probably message him we can yeah <laughs> We've we messaged message. a lot of people uh, within the past two weeks. How many How many people do you think we've uh, messaged? Probably around 50. At <laughs> least. At least 50. Across Twitter, Instagram. We sent out a couple emails. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a couple of bites. Yeah. So hopefully something will turn into that and get a couple interviews going. Yeah. I emailed Mark Cuban on three different EPC emails. So I was watching Shark Tank. I'm like, oh, what, who? Mark Cuban. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Let's see if he wants to do an interview. <laughs> Three um, emails later. <laughs> he hasn't replied yet, but uh, we'll let you guys know when he replies. Not if, when. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. He's might, probably doing it right now, honestly. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. It might be a long, long time coming, but... Hopefully. In between his Fortnite games. That's true. I'm sure he plays, too. Yeah. He's got to. I mean, and when he's not getting fined, too. Yeah. <laughs> For running his mouth. Classic. Hey, he says it how it is. I'm a fan of Mark Cuban. He's yeah. done a great job. Hopefully, you guys will be able to hear from him on our show. Maybe it'd help if everyone just tweeted at him too. Yeah. Um, send him an email. I can. Uh, we can post. I can post his email. Oh, I don't know. It's worth it. We need to get him on the show. We do, and then we can get on Shark Tank. Oh, here's the. If he doesn't respond to us on email, we come up with a fake product. Get on Shark Tank. An interview on Shark Tank. <laughs> It's elaborate, but I think it could work. Listen, I know you want to know our profits, but let, let me ask you something about Porzingis. <laughs> Why did you draft Luca? <laughs> Why did you trade for Luca? Oh, even that's even true. bigger. The Hawks could have Luca. Think about that for that's a second. True. He could have Trey. So that would mean Luca's a shooting guard, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he is. That's wild. That's cool. I think I think there's going to be a lot more European players coming up in the league. Yeah, I mean two on that team alone right now, so. Looking uh, yep. unicorn. And so. the unicorn. But when you have like big European stars like, like er, early on, when you have Manu, Tony Parker, but then you have like Przingis and Doncic and Jokic, uh, Vucevic from um, the Magic, they're just popping up everywhere, man. Yeah. They're great players. I like them all. Yeah. They're great for fantasy, too. They're very efficient. Right at those points. Did I tell you um, Abby chose all of her? fantasy basketball players based on name alone really yeah so she just picked the wildest names out there and she came in she came in second it's pretty good it's kind of scary (laughs) it's kind of scary um i'm gonna make sure i do that strategy next year so well best of luck um looking forward to giving you all of the tips for draft night and fantasy basketball because we've got a lot of them because we've done it like what four years now four years yeah we started really strong um <laughs> first two weeks and then it kind of fades out you know, yeah after the third week and there's still half a season left so <laughs> kind of oh. like a lot of the teams in the nba that's true <laughs> we're really looking forward to uh those great all-star games and then <laughs> oh man what else we got? All right. Uh, we got Victor Oladipo stares at the wall as a pregame ritual. So have you heard about this? Um, I kind of saw a video on Instagram when he was doing it one time. I hadn't heard about this until I read this article. I I was completely baffled by this title. And it's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Oladipo stares at a wall as a part of a pregame ritual. <laughs> exactly. Why? We never got an answer. Really? He didn't say? No. I don't think he did. Uh, but he would literally run out of the tunnel 
And right before he got it on the court, he would look at the wall. How long does he look at the wall? I think like 10 or 15 seconds, which is a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was one image where like he's staring at the wall and everyone, like all these, the the press is just taking pictures of him staring at the wall. It's like, what are you doing, man? Is it a message? It could be. Is it art? Maybe he's just really trying to decide if he wants to go and continue to play with Pacers. <laughs> help. <laughs> it's a cry for help. That's what I want to do this. For another night. It's to work up the courage to go on the court every <laughs> single night to play with the Pacers. Oh, man. Um, we got Steph Curry falling flat on his butt when he's going for the dunk late in the game against the Lakers. It's pretty embarrassing. Then he gets up, goes to the corner, gets the ball passed to him, misses open three. It's pretty pretty sad. Yeah. it was. Uh, it's like on those YouTube videos that title all caps... Epic fails of 2019. Shacked in a fool. Shacked in a fool, exactly. I'm sure he was featured on Shacked in a fool. Yeah, yeah. But man, if he would have, I'm trying to think, like, if he would have made that shot and people still remember it, you know what I mean? I think most of his, um, most of the times he's appeared on Shacked in a fool has been, uh, has been dunk attempts. Yeah. Like last week when he was at the golf course and tried to dunk, messed up. Didn't happen. Apparently 2K needs to fix its ratings because when we were playing 2K earlier, I got dunked on by Steph twice. Curry. Twice. I'm pretty sure it was three times. Oh. It was, I'll, I'll admit it, because it is a rare... And shots blocked. Yeah, that was weird. I think that that should have been a steal, not a shot block. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Time. You were playing as the Warriors, and MVP. I was playing as the Suns. MVP. <laughs> Just want to let it Unanimous. Go. First unanimous MVP. Unanimous. Uh, we got Jimmy Butler beats the starters with the third string. <laughs> Shouting the whole time, you need me to win. You need me to win. Only touching the ball once. Only scoring once. Oh, only scoring once. Okay. Yeah. So he passed. He Apparently it was all assists. So I don't think that's too terribly uncommon. I think people hyped this up a little bit more than it should have been. This was when he was on Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. yeah. So this was like right before he went on with Rachel Nichols on that, that ESPN show. The jump, and he just kind of explained everything. I was like, yeah, showed up practice. Was not happy with the way people were playing, my teammates were playing. So I said, you need me to win? And I just beat the starters with the third string. Which, I mean, who takes it serious mid-season for a practice? I I don't know. But still, it's kind of funny. Especially with the fact he didn't shoot. Or he only shot once. So it'll be interesting to see how the Heat... How he does with the Heat this year. So Since it's mostly third string that is on the Heat. <laughs> Dang. Dang, dude. <laughs> should we should we edit, edit that out? No, bit? it's good. <laughs> I like to make these uh, big accusations. Um, you do? I can't really back up at all. That's okay. Uh, I, I stir the pot. Yeah. Hey, that's the best way to do it, Mr. Stephen Adams. I mean, Stephen A. Smith, excuse me. It's okay. Yeah, we get, get confused a lot. Yeah, I do. I don't know how I could confuse those two, but... Very different. One See, plays basketball, one does not. <laughs> did he have a basketball career, though? I have no idea. I try to stay away from Stephen A. Smith as much as possible. I can confirm that Stephen Adams has a basketball career. You just don't want to be yelled at is the thing. I don't, I don't want to be ridiculed for my opinions. <laughs> That's exactly why. Should we send him a message? I don't know if no. the podcast no. is ready for that. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I would need to mentally prepare a whole week before that. Yeah. That's... Yikes. I don't like being made fun of. So. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that now? This is a a safe place, Nick. No. (laughs) Um, All right, we got Paul Pierce. He just dug a hole many times for himself this season, saying he is better than D. Wade. 
And he can shoot better than Clay. He's a better shooting guard than Clay Thompson. I don't know where to begin with Paul Pierce. The truth. <laughs> His nickname is the truth, yet rarely does he speak it. Boom roasted. <laughs> Unless he lives in a postmodern world where everything is true. It could be true for him. It could be true for me. It's not true for me. Because he did not have a better career than D-Wade. Nope. And he definitely did not shoot as good as Clay Thompson. Nope. I like how everywhere he goes now, everyone everyone uh, chants, Paul Pierce sucks. So they're chanting in the finals. He predicted Toronto was going to win, and Toronto was still saying Paul Pierce sucks. <laughs> they, they know where to draw the line. <laughs> they had to break the Paul Pierce curse. Yeah. That's what it was. It all started when he, he pooped himself in that Celtics game. <laughs> Which was another wild thing that came out in Game 6 yeah. of the NBA Finals. Oh, man. So, why don't you tell everyone, in case in case they don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll, no, I'm not elaborate. Sure. All right. So, in one of the Finals series that he was in, which the Celtics ended up winning and winning a championship with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Rajon Rondo. I don't remember the exact year. Um, but at one point, he falls... And he's like writhing on the ground, and then some. He's grabbing his knee, right? Yeah, he's, gra- he's grabbing some part of his leg. I think, yeah, I think you're right. It was his knee. And the, the trainers come out, they put him in a wheelchair, and they wheel him off with a towel on his lap, over, ice over the knee, yada, yada, yada. So you're like, oh man, I hope Paul Pierce is okay. They really need him to win the series, blah, blah, blah. Comes running out of the tunnel. He's like, all right, it's time. Comes back, wins the game. The series ends with. Boston winning. So this was at least six to seven years ago. Yeah. He just came out saying, like, he pooped himself and he had to go to the locker room, which explains why there was a towel (laughs) over his lap in the wheelchair. If I were him, I I wouldn't have brought that up. Up until that moment, everyone was like, man, Paul Pierce is great. Like, he... His injury couldn't stop him. He had to get back on the court and help the Celtics win. Nope. That was literally the he only thing. Had to change his pants. Him. Yeah, he just had to change his pants. <laughs> Poor oh guy. man. Should we put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> what? But it's not for <laughs> may not be suitable for children <laughs> under the age of five. If you don't want your kids talking about poop the rest of the day. <laughs> it's gotta happen at some point. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. They might as well happen to happen to have it here. <laughs> We're glad we can be on this adventure with you guys. We can start this adventure, but we're bailing right now. It's all on you. Have fun. This is the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sponsored by Fortnite and Depends. <laughs> Huggies for all you little ones. Yep. Now, now everyone's gonna be just thinking like, "Why, man? Paul Pierce? What a great player!" Pooping Paul Pierce. Pooping Paul Pierce. <laughs> oh man. Next one. Next one. <laughs> oh man. Um. So what we're thinking is we'll give out some awards uh, for players, coaches, pretty much anyone associated with basketball. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Dundies yeah. of the NBA. Yeah. So from the office. From the office. Yeah. If you don't know what the office is and you don't know what the Dundies are, you should go on Netflix right now and watch The Office uh, because they'll be gone soon. It's gonna be gone. So cherish it while you can. All right. Moment of silence. All right, we're back. Um, and we're back. <laughs> sponsored by The Office. <laughs> This one is sponsored by Michael Scott. <laughs> we got free paper. Um, one sheet. It's <laughs> all you need. Yeah. Another office reference. I uh, hope you guys yeah. <laughs> keep it up. 
Um, so I want to give the first award out for best scapegoat in the NBA. Do you want to guess who this goes to? Go for it. Luke Walton. He, I don't understand why everyone hated him this year as a coach for the Lakers. Do you know how hard it is to coach LeBron as a young coach? And be a part of the Lakers organization as a young coach? I, I don't get it. I absolutely do not get it. Dude's record proves he's a great coach. I mean, what he did with the Warriors going, hoping... Yeah, he was interim, right? Yeah, interim at the beginning of that uh, historic season where they only lost nine games. It was 73-9 season. So I mean, I, I, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I would argue those those uh, those losses were under, under Kirk. They were. Case in point. Yeah. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT coach. But, I mean, Magic came out and said he wanted to fire multiple times, but <laughs> yeah. Jeannie Buss said no. I don't know. And Rob said no. There's, I feel like lack of communication is a big thing in the Lakers organization. I think that's like a core fundamental. Yeah. Like you always say what you don't mean and mean what you don't say. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but now Luke is with the Kings, and I think that would be a great fit. He's still a young team, but. Yeah. I think he has a better shot on the Kings and the Lakers. I mean, yeah, he had LeBron James on the Lakers, but, I mean. I wish. It's it's tough, though. I mean, if it was the East, maybe a little better. But with the yeah. Kings being in the West, I mean, hopefully they'll do a little better than they did last year. So where do you think? Do you think they'll make the playoffs? No. Think how, like, how far, how much lower do you think they'll be? Three games back. Four, four games back. You? I would agree with that for sure. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But I do think that, I think they're going to be close. Because they have, they have some good teams. Yeah. Or they're good players, excuse me. Sacramento gets a bad rap, but I don't, I th- almost thought DeMarcus Cousins would go back. I don't know. He's pretty heartbroken after what they did to him. He had no idea. What did they do? I mean, just trading it all. Like, they didn't tell him. He found out at the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. I remember that They kind of burned all the bridges that night. Yikes. And that's when they made the rule that it has to be before All-Star game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah, I remember he was... He was being asked a question at an All-Star game, yeah. and, and then they, someone came to him and said, hey, you've been traded to the Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, was, was pretty nice. Yeah. He got traded to the Pelicans, got out of Sacramento. Got to play with AD and Rondo, who he's playing with now. <laughs> Full so, circle. Yeah. It's a circle of life. Yeah. Shout out Lion King. Shout out Lion King. <laughs> so, Patrick Beverly must have known that Kawhi might have been coming, because he could have signed with the Kings. Too. Yeah. He took a pay cut. He did take a pay cut. with uh, the Clippers. I think he would have got more money anywhere else if he left the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, after this season, he really showed who he was and how dedicated he was to basketball and how hard he played. Right. I mean, just mainly playoffs. Yeah. A little bit at the beginning of the season and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think the playoffs helped show how great of a player he can be. So I would agree. I really thought he was going to go to Chicago. Yeah, I thought so, too. Home, He's from Chicago, yeah. Yeah. I, I figured he would have gone in Dallas. I was wrong. Why Dallas? I needed a point guard. With J.J. Barea come back from Achilles. Achilles tear. It's, it's already come back from Achilles tear, so they needed a point guard in the beginning of the season. Mm. There's a lot of Achilles tears in the Mavericks. They are. Oh. And, and in general in the league. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Durant, dude you just said. <laughs> J.J. Barea, that's his name. Yeah, J.J. Beretic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you know that they're thinking about shortening the season? Yeah, I saw that Adams thinking about changing some stuff up. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Eighty-two games, right? That's I mean, that, yeah, that's how regular season. That's how many yeah. they play. That's a long. I mean, they're pretty much playing basketball all year long. October basically till early April. Yeah, I mean, and they're playing like guys are playing now. Summer league, yeah, but mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, they're going pretty much, the rookies are going pretty much full year then. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Do you think it should be shortened? I think it should be shortened a little bit. Like, what's a good range? I mean, I don't want to live in a world without basketball full year. Right, but yeah. I guess maybe 60, 70 games. Yeah, I would say 70. Season. I think 70 would be a good Start number. 70, see how that is. I mean, it's only 10 games, so mm-hmm. 12 games. It's not too much. Yeah. I like it. Some of the changes he's going to do is pretty cool, like mid-season tournaments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember everything it was? Like? So mid-season tournament, I think that's just with the current highest playoff. If the playoff started then, that's what would happen, which would be fun, which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it would be motivated for the players unless there's like high stakes, quote-unquote. Um, winner gets an automatic berth to the playoffs. Oh. That'd be pretty cool. Clinch the playoffs. That would be pretty cool. Did but it? reverse it. So put all the lower uh, 18 or was it 16 teams and have them play for a tournament, have them play for a playoff berth. But the other thing is. Isn't it 15? No, it's, there's 32 teams in the league. So 16 each conference. So the top eight from each play for the playoffs. I thought there were 30. Isn't, isn't 30. NFL 32? They're both 32. One, sh- one smaller. Huh. You might be right. But you're not. <laughs> anyway, um, the top 16 teams make it to the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then there were all. He was also saying that he would do like a play-in tournament. So essentially, not cutting off for the the playoffs, just having everyone play in. So that would be, I think, a monumental task to do because that's a lot. If they all did like seven game series. Telling every team play for the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, man. Essentially just have a, a league-wide playoff. Wow. Kind of like March Madness, I yeah. guess. That's pretty intense. But if they did it just one game, maybe best of three? Or... Yeah. I feel like you couldn't just do one game. Yeah, I agree. I think, so I have this this vision that uh, for the playoffs. I think the number one team in the East should play the number one team in the West. You can do best of five um, for the first round, and then... All the way down for the top eight. Okay. So the number number eight team in the mm-hmm. East play the number eight team in the West, and then after that you'd have you potentially could have a number one team from the West, a number two team from the East, right. and so on and so forth, all the way down to eight, and then you break it down. The one team plays the eight, the two mm-hmm. plays the seven. So I mean, you could have an East Coast team, an Eastern Conference team, stacked uh, playoffs or Western Conference, like more likely now. Yeah, but the whole point. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want, like, the entire U.S. to be excited? Like, if it's just Western Conference teams, then it's like, oh, what is the East? Well, you got the bandwagon fans like me on the East Coast, so. <laughs> well, there is a lot of you, <laughs> for the Warriors at least. We went to a Warriors game when they came to Charlotte, and no joke, over half of the stands was uh, Warriors fans. So. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Well, I get, I mean, Steph Curry is from Charlotte area. Charlotte, that's true. This was two years ago, too, so. When they were mega hype. Yeah. But then, what happened? Didn't they... Oh, yeah, that's right. They lost. They blew a 3-1 lead. I don't recall. <laughs> well, let me recall it for you. What happened the next year, though? Oh, 4-1. That's right. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was a 4-0. No, they won one game. Oh. The Cats won one game. Dang. Then the next year. Oh, the next four, year was yeah. a 4-0. Yep. Darn. And then the next year we lost. Sucks to suck. I just stuck my tongue out at Nick. <laughs> You can't see that, but he can. I'm dealing with the child. 
poop. <laughs> Just censor every time you say poop. <laughs> <laughs> People think it's something else. We don't want to do that. <laughs> do you have any fake awards you want to give? Best travel. We got James Harden step back. Where he takes one step and then two step. We call it the Texas two step. Here in South Carolina. <laughs> Where everyone else thought it was a travel, but if you ask him like the kid at his training camp did, he will clearly say it was not a travel. So, <laughs> all right. You got another award? I think Paul Pierce should should win the award for most dependent. <laughs> <laughs> so, some pretty hot things that happened since the last episode. Um, there was a giant trade. Massive. That happened. So, we got Westbrook to... The Rockets. To the Rockets. For Chris Paul and just Chris Paul for a pick. I think there was a couple of picks involved. Okay. So what do you think about that trade? I think it will take some time to develop the teamwork and chemistry between the two of them. Yes, they played together before, mm-hmm. but they both had their own team. So, I mean, there's no doubt that the Thunder was Westbrook's team, especially after everyone left. Oh, yeah. So it was his team, his city. He, he pretty much ran things there. And now um, Houston is Harden's town, his city. I mean, for both of them to come in there, Westbrook's going to have to understand that it's Harden's city and he's going to have to work with him and be more willing to pass him the ball. And then Harden's going to have to understand that Westbrook wants a triple-double still this <laughs> season. Going for the three in a row. Um, three in a row. Averaging that triple-double. So they're both going to have to be unselfish and... And work on that. And I'm sure that their coach will, their coach Mike, Mike D, right? Mm-hmm. Mike Dunn. Sure. <laughs> oh, you call him Mikey D, sorry. Yeah, Mikey D. Uh, we go way back. <laughs> I'm sure their coach definitely understands that. I mean, he's a pretty smart guy. So I'll just have to work on that balance. What do you think? Uh, I think it'll be good. I, I agree with what you were saying. Like, at the beginning, it's not going to be pretty. Um, I will say that Harden is not doing the whole FIBA tournament. Um, he's not playing for the U.S. team versus the other countries. He's going to stay in Houston, kind of work out the chemistry things, which I think is good. I think yeah. that was a good call. The only thing that I would be worried about, well, there's two, really. Sharing the ball, very similar to what you were saying. Because um, you both really have two players who were, they weren't chasing stats, but that's just how it ended up happening. Right. Harden was just, going crazy with the points per game and his scoring streak and stuff like that. And like you said, Russell Westbrook was um, he was averaging a triple-double for the second year in a row, which yeah. is wild. But I think when it comes to sharing the ball and then Westbrook's not a good shooter. The only place really he's guaranteed making a shot, free throw line, and then a dunk. Every, a couple like, threes here and there. Yeah, a couple after he shoots 20. That's kind of... fair. Well, I guess the Rockets are used to that. They're <laughs> used to just launching threes. That's why they call them the Rockets. It's true. <laughs> so, I think there was a, an interesting list of 25 stats about Russell Westbrook and his shooting, and they just tore him apart. He shoots more threes than anyone else, uh, pretty much, and he misses more threes than anyone else. His shooting percentage is terrible. Maybe we'll see his... Assist game. Assist numbers elevate. Maybe. Which would be great. I think that would be great for him. Um, but well, you, you know they say you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So Who says that? I think it was Michael Scott. No, Wayne Gretzky. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Pretty, I'm pretty sure Wayne Gretzky was 
quoting Michael Scott, though. That had to be in Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. So, I could... I know they'll make the playoffs. Oh, no doubt. How far? Four. Fourth seed. Fourth seed. What do you think? Yeah, I'll go fourth seed. I see it. Um, So, I heard this pretty cool thing um, a couple weeks ago. So, Westbrook is a pretty good teammate. Like... Uh, his past teammates have been front runners and leaders in the MVP race. So Durant, and then this past—I mean Durant—and then Westbrook won, and most recently you have uh, Paul George being a front runner for the MVP race. So I mean, as a teammate, I don't know. I don't He's know. a great one. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But this is even this is even crazier. It was Kevin Durant, then it was Russell Westbrook, then it was James Harden. So they they all won it back to back to back. That's pretty crazy. You had to throw Steph in there a couple times. Like once. Twice. Did you win twice? Back to back. Did you really? Yeah, second time was unanimous. Wow. So, well, it must have been Steph, Steph, KD then. No, no you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. I'm going to cut that out, record it, and keep <laughs> Just it forever. Keep it forever. Okay. Okay. So I think it's probably going to have to be like when Paul George came to Oklahoma City, he's going to have to understand, Westbrook's going to have to understand what Paul George went through. So, But at the same time, I don't think that's the case. Because Paul George came to Oklahoma City and he added defense to their roster. Russell Westbrook, he's not that good of a defensive player. He's great offensively. That's what he does best. So he focuses on that. So you have two offensive titans, essentially, coming to one team. It's going to be hard to break the mentality, just the cycle of thinking that that player has. Or we could see 200-point games a night. <laughs> or we could see 200-point games a night. I'd be fine with that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Breaking records. Breaking records, just like they used to. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for it. I've been, I've been wrong about the NBA before. Several times tonight. What? How? That is fake news. Can we play back the... Uh... That was one time. <laughs> Don't play it back! <laughs> Ridiculous. What's the next thing? <laughs> next on the agenda, we got Gabe's Epic Junior Varsity. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing? <laughs> okay, I, I got... Let me take it from here, okay? You just, just be quiet and sit back and just get ready for the ride of your life. This is, this is a great story. Right. First of all, it's not. We'll end with this. And this isn't just a JV basketball story. Is this, this is going to be like Nick Nurse coming from the G League hype story that he told Toronto in the playoffs. Should I say what Kawhi, should I laugh in your face and say, this is JV, and then walk out? Just be quiet. <laughs> Listen to me. This is not just a JV basketball story. All right, story. let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is a JV championship game okay. basketball story. Junior varsity. Let's hear. So we we were playing this team. I was uh I was in eighth grade. This is when you were homeschooled, right? This is, I was not a homeschool. <laughs> I went to a private Christian academy. It's called Pomona Christian Academy, PCA, also known as Pacific Coast Academy. Hashtag Zoe One Hundred and One. That was that was a running joke at school. Oh yeah, man. Anyway, um, so we're playing the championship game. We've already played this team before. And they beaten us before, which was really annoying because their point guard was talking trash to me that game, and I wasn't a fan. I was not a fan at all. Were you a point guard too? 
I, I was kind of, I rotated between point guard and shooting guard. Okay. Um, what really got me is the point guard was shorter than me. <laughs> and I could have played better. And I did play better when it mattered in this championship game. I was getting, I got, I want to say at least five steals from that point guard. Wow. And I did, actually, you know what? I did talk trash once. I didn't talk it. I just kind of, I did like a stare down at him. And I remember my coach saying, Gabe, stop staring at him. <laughs> stop it. Um, so that happened. But it was a close game the whole time. And we really don't, and I, I think I missed one shot. But I got fouled on it. So I don't know if that counts as a miss, missed shot. But I made both of my free throws. What can I say? I'm a fundamental basketball player. Wow, clutch. Um, that's right. <laughs> With a capital C. Um, but I was running the the guard position and I had this other guy Ben German we played basketball in high school together uh, and JV and he was kind of running that forward position he had a crazy game too um was this a best of seven no I'm sorry a crazy game as well oh okay <laughs> it was best of 16 so <laughs> um, do the PAC yeah <laughs> PCA oh sorry that was a privilege like you went to public school privilege Christian Academy <laughs> um but man, that was, and I remember my coach saying, like, Gabe, you really showed up tonight. Which makes me think now, like, did I not show up in the other games? <laughs> Thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Gabe, you were a major letdown before tonight. <laughs> hey, I showed up when I mattered, when it mattered. That's great. That's all that matters. Got the championship, and you know what I say? I like my chip with the dip, to quote my friend Druzy. Wow. AKA Drake. I'm so impressed. And he brought the trophy here. He still carries it around with yep. him. Yep. Sitting right next See to him. See Right there. It's perfect. It's the same size as the NBA Finals trophy, so. Okay. Wait a minute. This one says participation. What the? <laughs> this is the wrong one. Just kidding. I do not. I don't. I don't. I don't have the trophy. I don't know where it's at. I should. I should get it. You need to. I need to get it. Put it on your mantle. <sighs> Ridiculous. But that's my story. Nick, do you have any epic basketball stories? Uh, one time I played basketball uh, pickup game uh, with my boy Jarvis Alexander, <laughs> and I missed every shot. So that was. That was you played great defense. I was there. Thank you. You were really annoying. I mean, it really helps to jump on a dude's back so he can't <laughs> make any shots. That is true, but you got you just got in my face. I remember because we played. Oh gosh, I was like, no, switch him. Someone get someone else. Oh man. DPOY. Oh, yeah. Do the random stat. This right. one's a good one. I'm really excited for this one. So I think this is the best one yet. Clearly, you have no idea what I have in store. The other day, I, I spent a couple hours and just looked up random stats for the NBA. So I have a solid five that I can't wait to share with you guys. Oh, you're doing five? Not tonight. Just uh, over the course of the next couple we episodes. We should just do a whole episode on random crazy stats. Yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. In a five-minute episode. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I want to keep them intrigued so they'll come back. So mm. I can't do it all one night. All right, random stat. So this actually isn't the first time Chris Paul has played for the Thunder. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Crazy. So he used to play for Charlotte. Okay. And then Charlotte moved their um, franchise to New Orleans. And then 2005, 2006, when Hurricane Katrina came, New Orleans... Who were at the time the New Orleans Hornets mm -hmm. moved to uh, Oklahoma City just because of everything that went on with the Hurricane. Um, so they played a season there, and he was on the Thunder as a member of the Thunder slash 
uh, New Orleans Hornets during that year. So, so did they merge teams? That's pretty crazy. Just that season. Yeah, just that season. Yeah, that is wild. That's so, pretty cool. Second season potentially in a Thunder jersey. So if he stays, if he stays, which it's looking like he most likely yeah. will. So, man, that that is a crazy set. Yeah. I really like that stuff. It's a good one. Um, and I would just like it to be known that it did come out on a couple like ESPN stuff, but we can pull up the timestamps of our text messages, me mm-hmm. and Gabe, and I said it, and then ten minutes later it came out on uh, on Instagram and ESPN and everything. So. I think they have our phones bugged. They probably hacked. They yeah. know we are a threat That's to true. ESPN. They're worried. Yeah. If they're worried, feel free to sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you do on September twentieth? I or, or I think I'm I think I'm gonna do something. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Are you storming anywhere? Oh, we're storming, storming Norman. <laughs> we're looking out for our podcast September twentieth around three a.m. We're gonna be storming Area Fifty One while recording. So. Yep. It's gonna be live from Area Fifty One, right outside Roswell, New Mexico. Is it New Mexico? I think so. Or Nevada. Oh, is it in Nevada? Pretty sure it's Nevada. Oh, I don't know. I just know alien. I'm not... It's the second time he's wrong tonight. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> Turn off the podcast. We're done. <laughs> We're calling it tonight. It's 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for this podcast. We're excited to hear y'all's response like we did last time. Tell us what we can improve on. Give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, the Stitcher Podcast Network. Google, uh, Google Play. Play. What's the other one? Podbean. Podbean. Um, we're working on getting iHeartRadio. Subscribe so you won't ever miss us. Yeah. Um, we're also, now we're live on Instagram and Twitter. That's right. So we have a lot of crazy fun posts. Yeah. Always looking for outside opinions. Be sure to follow us on both of those. Both of them. Cardboard box seats. That's on Instagram. And then Twitter is CBBS. Podcast. Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Nick's pretty active on that. I'm pretty active on Instagram. It's fun times all around. Yeah, and if you guys ever think of something you want us to talk about, just tweet at us. That's send a good us a direct message on Instagram. Yeah. Love to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, get you on the podcast. And yeah. <laughs> have you talk about it. Here what your hot takes are. Yeah, we're down for it. You can call us and leave us a voicemail about your hot take, and we'll put it on. Do we have the technology to do that? I mean, we could, but... We'd have to give them our number first. Heck no. We get Jimmy Buckets pass out our number in a live press conference. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you my number. Yeah. Jim Jim Butler did give out his number, but That's we've true. tried calling it several times and it's no longer Jimmy Butler's number. So Darn. But yeah, I think that's all we got tonight. That's all we got. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Woohoo!